It's now time for Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to a regional championship Friday in the Class 1A Nokomis Regional Championship as it's the number one overall seed, Altamont. They come in at 27-4 on the year, and they're taking on the four seed, the home team, technically, or technically the road team tonight with their uh, seeding-wise because they're the four seed. And the Comus Redskins come in at 27-6 and six on the uh, season. Welcome into the broadcast position. My name is Travis Sparks. Alongside Dominic Daters, we'll be here broadcasting all the action tonight here on the voice of Altima Indian Athletics 100.5, 105.5, Jack FM. Also streaming online at fmradio.com and on the FM Radio app as well. As how did both teams get here to a championship Friday? Well, uh, last Saturday, Altamont started off against Mulberry Grove. They won 84 to 28, and then on Wednesday, they beat Carlisle 62 to 48. Nathan Robinson got off to an amazing start as he got off to a personal 7-0 run, and then Avery Yarhouse hit a three, and it was 10 to nothing before uh, Carlisle even got set to come in and get ready for the game. And uh, they eventually had a 10-point lead after one quarter, and uh, Carlisle did cut it down to seven. Really, kind of the story of the game really was every time that Carlisle was trying to get back in it or they would make a basket, Altamont would make a three or they would go on a little bit of run themselves. As it wasn't a pretty game, as the score would indicate, 62-48, you'd say, oh, it was an easy win. Well, it wasn't quite that easy, but it's surviving advance, and Altamont is here on a championship Friday to take on the Comets in a rematch. Yeah, definitely. No, it was, you know, as they say, there's no easy games, especially when you get to the postseason, and I think Carlisle only had eight or nine wins coming coming into that game, but you know records records don't really matter in the postseason. And you know they Carlisle, you know, definitely did did give you know Altamont Altamont uh, all, all they could handle. And I know it got, got close there and late the third, early the fourth quarter, but Altamont eventually pulled away. But no, it was was not not easy at all, and it definitely, definitely won't be easy here tonight against uh, the Thomas. You know they're they're the home they're the home team. You know playing at home, but uh, on the scoreboard they're going to be the visitors since uh, we've got them on the top of the bracket and the number one seed. Thomas is the four seed, but uh, anyway, it's definitely it's definitely going to be a tough tough matchup tonight for for Alamont. Uh, Alamont did win the first matchup here in the Thomas in the regular season, fifty three to forty nine. It was uh, a hard fought victory, and the Thomas led most of the way. Uh, I don't think. Alamont might have had a lead early on, maybe, but other than that, they didn't lead until like, the last 90 seconds of the game as the Indians make their way back out here on the court. But uh, it's, it's definitely, I, I'm feeling this game's going to be all, all that and more, Travis. That uh, we're, we're definitely going to get, fans are going to get their $5 worth and, uh, and, and and a lot more, if you ask me. So I'm, 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 ready, I'm ready, for, ready for some high school regional championship basketball. Hey, when we pulled up to Nicomas High School, they were almost banging on the doors. They were. One they in were, this man. gymnasium, and they were right here. A rush of them came in as soon as the doors opened at 6.15, and everyone started to file in. A nice crowd over there on the opposite side for Altamont, and we're right next to the Nicomas student section, and their side is the field, of course, here being the home squad. And like you mentioned there, it was a close game last time. Altamont, we figured, only had the lead for about 90 seconds as it was a close game. Uh, in the first quarter, but Nicomas took control, and then uh, Avery Arhouse hit the biggest shot of the night 
as it's right here, right down in that corner, right in front of us, is where Avery Yarhouse hit that three-pointer and it put him ahead, 50-49. to 49. And then Yarhouse made some free throws and so did uh, Mason Robinson to close it out. And uh, that night it felt like a, a regional championship atmosphere that was. So Altamont already felt this hostile environment there. And tonight's going to be even more amped up due to the uh, postseason because you lose, your season is over. And both these teams, uh, Altamont with four losses, Nokomis with six. Neither one wants to see their season come to an end. They want to play on again next week, and they would be playing in Altamont. It's the Altamont sectional, and they'll take on the winner of the Cumberland Regional, and that's going on tonight, and it'll either be Casey Westfield or the 10 seed, the Cinderella of the Altamont sectional. see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in to Nokomis High School here for the Class 1A and Nokomis Regional Championship. Apologize for the technical difficulties here. It must be something about this gym here. And so hopefully no more technical difficulties here with the importance of this one. Not sure where we left off on the conversation there about the rematch of February 3rd taking place here tonight in uh, Nokomis. Since that Altamont game, uh, they have uh, not lost ever since, and uh, they clinched their conference. They play in the MSM conference, and uh, they finished 8-0 and there in uh, their conference. So, uh, you know, they hadn't not faced each other not that long ago, and Nokomis hasn't lost since they took that L on uh, February 3rd against Altamont. So uh, they've been playing really well, and uh, they obviously playing really well getting here 
as they beat Ramsey on last Saturday, 67-29. And then on Wednesday, they beat Stanimo Brownstown, a 56-37. And Elijah Allman was the leading scorer there. He had 16 points, and Loman and Himes both had 10 points there. So, see both teams uh, towing the line here. And uh, so, uh, we'll uh, step away here, and uh, we will be back here after the National Anthem. And we will be... Uh, getting the starting lineups and the tip-off of this Class 1A Miss Regional Championship. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening to Off My Indian Basketball and Postseason Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back in here to the Class 1A Nokomis Regional Championship between Altamont and Nokomis. You see a starting lineup here, of course, for the visitors on the scoreboard here tonight. And it's Nokomis Redskins as they come in at the uh, four seed. They turn out of the uh, five, number 25, Nolan Hines. He's a 6'2", a senior. Number 31, Elijah Amon, as he's a 6'2", senior. Number 35, Ryan Eisenbarth. He's a 6'3", senior. Number 41, Ian Keller. He's a 6'2", sophomore. And number 44, Reese Woman, a 6'4", junior. So, again, it's Nolan Himes, Almond, Eisenbarth, Keller, and Woman. Remember, Reese Woman last time out was also a pretty good scorer, but also he was an impact player on the defensive side of things as well as he blocked some shots here on that end. So, uh, something to look out for for tonight's matchup here. Let's look for the Altamont starting five as they're the technical home team here tonight. As they'll start off number two, Jared Hamer. He's a 5'11 senior. Number 21, Dylan Elam, a 6'3 junior. Number 22, Avery Arhouse, a 6'1 senior. Number 23, Mason Robinson, a 6'3 senior. And number 50, Eric Coleman, a 6'5 senior. So again, it's Hamer, Elam, Yarhouse, Robinson, and Coleman starting five oh four the Altamont Indians here tonight as uh, they have had uh, quite the season and uh, quite the run here for Altamont. See if they can keep it going here tonight. Nicomas, you know they want some revenge from the last time out. And Nicomas, the uh, visitors on the scoreboard, it's a blackout here tonight in the uh, student section. And uh, they're wearing their black road uniforms tonight with red numbers and white trim. 
and Altamont being the home team. They got their home white uniforms on, black numbers, orange trim there as the starting five being announced to the capacity crowd over there from Altamont. I don't see a lot of empty spots over there on that side, and I don't see any empty spots over here. I don't really have an overflow crowd, and not a lot of people sitting up top uh, there here in Nicomas High School, but again, the uh, winner advances on uh, to the Altamont sectional, and they'll take on the winner of the uh, Cumberland Regional Championship tonight between Casey and Macon Meridian, and also in the state of sectional, it's the Cola Wars, Tuscola and Arcola, and also in South Central tonight, it's Christ Rock Lutheran against St. Anthony there, and uh, the winner of the Tuscola Regional will meet South Central Regional on Wednesday next week in Altamont there, and then uh, the sectional championship on a Friday night, next Friday night. So, uh, and also want to do a shout-out to the Yoga Lady Indians who won the sectional championship last night over the uh, Tuscola Warriors and uh, Nicomas, or not Nicomas, but the Yoga. They're going on to a super sectionals on a Monday and against Christopher in the St. Anthony sectional in a girls basketball. So, again, congratulations to uh, the Yoga Indians representing NTC once again, and they're looking for another state appearance there for Coach Romax, but Altamont, they are ready. It's Altamont versus the Comets Regional Championship. It's Robinson going to be tipping it up against the Loman here in this regional final. Should be a good one. The first matchup was highly entertaining, and this one should be fun as well. So we're off and underway, and Altamont will win the tip-off to start off the game, and they'll be going left to right on your radio dial as Hamer will get it over to Robinson there on the left side, and they'll swing things back over to Hamer. Now Yarhouse. Wow, the is good for Mason Robinson with the alley-oop. Lay-in for Mason, and it's Altamont 2-0. That's just nice, nice alley-oop. At first, I was wondering what they were doing, but then I saw Robinson jump up and put it in. Loman back to a cut to Keller. Keller gets a couple of guys up in the air, almost lost it, but he tracked it back down. Now over to Eisenbarth as Nicomas will go right to left on your radio dial. And Nolan Himes will call out the play, picked up by Yarhouse. He passes over here in the right corner to Amen. Now back to Himes. Now swinging it over to uh, Eisenbar. Now on to the right wing to a Keller. Back to Nolan Himes. He drives, stops and pops from mid-range. And it takes a bounce off the rim and it falls through. And it is 2-2. Two to two. Yeah, it took that nice uh, Nicomas, uh, Nicomas, you know the division team, Nicomas home bounce for him. And so it'll be a hammer with the basketball in between the circles. As uh, Nicomas coming out in a 3-2 zone, it looks like here to start the game. And Coleman is on the baseline. He's going to drive. He spins around. He's still trying to find some room. He passes off to Hammer up top. Now it goes almost through between the legs for Robinson. Mid-range jumper is good for Mason Robinson. And just like the other night, he's two for two start. He's got all four. It's four to two, Altamont. Might, uh, might be the game of another Mason Robinson show here in the early going. Yeah, at least early on. And Amon will have the basketball. He's picked up by Elam. Now we'll get it over to Loman here on the right wing. Now over to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth looks get it off, and he passes off to Allman there. Now it is Keller. Dumps it down low to Eisenbarth. Mismatch there with Robinson. Eisenbarth goes up with a shot. Back iron, no good. And Mason Robinson pulls down the board. Outlet pass up to Hammer. As Hammer now has to wait. Trailer Robinson for three. No good. And Coleman battling for the rebound. Eisenbarth is also there. He tracks it down for Coleman. And it's Redskins basketball. Keller finds a cutting. Uh, that is almost blocked by Robinson and up and in for Nolan Himes. And it's 4-4. Four four. That, that was a nice layup by Himes. That was a nice effort by Robinson. 
Hands over to the uh, hammer with the basketball. Gives off to uh, Coleman. Coleman has it tipped by Eisenbarth, and it goes out of bounds. And it stays right here with Altamont. And uh, so Elam will inbound on the far sideline over there. And Elam will get it in to Hammer. Hammer with the basketball. 5.30 to go here in the opening quarter. We're all tied at four. Yarhouse with the ball on the right wing. Now over to Hammer. Hammer up top looking for someone to pass to. He picked it up. Gives it over to Robinson. Robinson has it momentarily. And they dump it down low to Coleman. Coleman up and in for Eric Coleman. And it is six to four Altamont. Eric Coleman doing what he does best. He's putting it up and in down there on the baseline. And it's going to be Almond getting across the half-court line. Gives it over to Loman here on the right wing. Now gives it off top to Eisenbarth. Now Nolan Himes back to Loman underneath. And it's going to be a backdoor cut to Eisenbarth. But Robinson read it perfectly, and he's going to get his hand on it and cause a jump ball. Alternate possession arrow. We'll keep it here with McComas, though. That was a nice job there by Robinson to get his hands on and create that uh, jump ball. So Elijah Almond will take it out on the baseline just to the left of his basket. And Almond looking to get it in. He gets it in to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth there again guarded by Robinson. He picks up the basketball, gives it up top to Roman. Roman and now looking for someone to pass to. Gives it back off to Almond. Almond looks at Coach Stewart for the play. And now they get over to Roman here on the high post. Roman looking for someone to pass to. Gives it off to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth. Gives uh, back to Almond. Almond shoots the three-pointer, and it's short, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse got his head up the floor, and he uh, spins around across the timeline now. Gives it off to Robinson here in the front court, and Hamer has it. In between the circles, again, a 3-2 zone. Gives it over to Elam on the right side. 4.15 to go here in the opening quarter. Robinson jumper is good again. Mason Robinson with six points, and it's 8-4 to four out to Mops. Almost stolen away by Hamer, and they're going to call a foul on Altamont. And Hamer was trying to put a quick steal there on the inbounds, but he's going to get hit with a foul. Yep. Hamer's first, team's first. And uh, so it'll be uh, Keller getting it in to a woman, and uh, now back to a Keller. Keller will be the one to bring it across the timeline. Gives off to Almond under four to go here, as it's a four-point lead for the Indians. As it's Almond getting over there to Keller on the right side. And now back up top to Loman. Loman gives it to Nolan Himes here on the left side. Looking for that post up, but they find Almond. Free throw line jumper is off, and the long rebound goes to Elam. And Robinson quickly gets it across half court. Gives it over to Hamer there on the left side. And they're trying to dump it down low, but instead pass back out to Elam. Elam with a basketball, swings it back over to Hamer. Hammer now dribbling here at the volleyball line and gets it over to Elam. Cross court pass to Yarhouse in the corner. And he goes over to Hammer. Hammer back to Yarhouse. Yarhouse back to Hammer. They'll swing things over to Elam for three. Back iron, no good. And there's a foul underneath. And I think it's going to go against the Indians. It will, but who is it on? I think they gave that on Elam. I'm going to go on Robinson. That was on Mason Robinson, his first, team's second. And it's going to be Almond getting across the half-court line. Hops up in the lane, puts up the wild shot. It's off and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson looking to run with it. Three minutes to go here in the opening quarter. Still four-point lead for the Indians. Elam to a cutter. Robinson lets the layup short and rebounded by Eisenbarth. As Almond will get it up to a Nolan Himes. They dub it down low to Loman. Loman trying to work against Coleman, and he puts it up, and 
it's off of the backboard, no good, and Robinson almost had it, but it's stolen away, and Eisenbarth back underneath, puts it up, and it's off for no good, Roman with the stars, no good, and still loose as Robinson finally gets it. Hammer looking to push, Elam's wide open underneath, way up left throw, and then crash into him, and there's going to be a foul on Nicomen. And uh, so there's a, a foul on Nicomen, and they're going to say it wasn't a shooting foul. I think that's what Altman is booing over there. It's not a shooting foul. Oh, my goodness. So Elam will take his seat, and Coleman will sit down as well, and Cornette and Earhart will check in. As somehow, that wasn't a shooting yeah, foul. Yeah, I don't understand that either. But foul number 25, it looks like Nolan Hines is first, he's first. 2.25 to go, four-point lead still here for Altman. And so Hamer has the basketball. He is over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse shot for three. Yes! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. And it's 11-4. to four. Altamont taking control here early on. As Almond looks to get it across the timeline, picked up by Cornette. Almond gives it over to Keller there on the left side. Gets the screen and gives it over there to a man that just checked in. As that was Taylor. Now they get it to uh, Keller. Keller over to Loman, and a Taylor takes a fall down, and we're going to call a foul on Robinson, it looks like. It looks like. As Drake Taylor hit the deck, and Mason Robinson will get hit with his second. That's a big person to be in foul trouble. It is. And so Elam will check in for Mason. So Nokomis will inbound underneath the basket. As they're trying to hit Taylor underneath, Taylor's still trying to find, and almost a five-second hit. Cornette picks it up, and he gets it over to Elam. Elam, layup goes around, up and in for Dylan Elam. And Tuchelis wants a timeout. As Altamont has surged ahead, a 13-2-4. And we'll take a timeout as well. We'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Indians basketball here on Jack FM. Cook what you want, when you want it, with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School as Elam layup made it 13-2-4 here. And Coach DeWerf just had to call a timeout to try to stop the bleeding. Keller gets it over here into the corner. That's DeWerf who just checked in. That's Kennedy DeWerf. Now it's Loman back over to DeWerf. Dorf has it here on the right side. He was cut off by Yarhouse. Now up top to a Keller. Keller looking for someone to pass to. Minute 10 to go as Dorf has it here left side up top to Taylor. Now it's going to be picked off by Cornette. Cornette looking to go the other way. Layup is good for Logan Cornette. Finishing the steal. And it's 15 to 4 out tomorrow. Nice steal there by Logan Cornette. And the layup to finish it off. Almost had another steal there. And almost stolen away again, and it's all the way to the hole for Almond up and in. And Elijah Almond for two points. It's 15 to 6. 40 seconds left in the opening quarter. As it'll be Hammer. 
Dribbling in between the circles at the volleyball line. Gives it over there to a Yarhouse. Yarhouse cross-court pass to Cornette. Cornette drives inside, puts up the runner, left it short, and rebounded by Lumen. 25 seconds left. 15 to 6. Altamont with the lead, and Coach Storff only wants one shot. And so Almond gets it across the timeline. 15 seconds left in the quarter. As Almond dribbles it around and gives it over there to Loman on the right side. Eight seconds left. Loman back up top to a Taylor. Taylor trying to find Almond, and there's going to be a traveling violation. So it'll be a turnover to Altamont with 4.7 left. The goal was the third turnover so far this game. And it's a Wyatt Phillips will check in, and Dylan Elam will also return as well. 4.7 seconds. And Phillips will be the one getting it in there on the sideline. Gets it in to two Elam, and it's picked off, and it's still loose, and it's going to be thrown, and a shot gets off, and it's no good. And finally, the buzzer sounds. So, wow, a little awkward shot there by Allman. Almost goes in, but it's Altamont with the lead, 15-2-6 after one quarter of play. We'll be back in one minute. You're listening now to my Indians basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack FM. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter... Make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. Now, back to more Altamont High School basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to uh, Nicomas High School. It's 15-6 here to start off. The second quarter, Altamont with the advantage. So great start to the game for the Indians. Your house with the basketball as he'll get over in the corner to Hamer. Hamer down low to Coleman, and Coleman spins around, puts up the shot up and in for Eric Coleman, his second bucket, and it's 17-6, to Altamont. Coleman does that so well, just that turnaround layup. Almost overshot it, but it went in. And one of the backdoor cut, but they get it to Almond. Almond fakes the three-pointer, spins around. He drives up inside, and he puts up a shot. No good, and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to run with it. Gets it up to Phillips. Phillips, layup is blocked. And that was Almond who got that. Eisenbarth all alone underneath. Let's one man go by, and they're going to a foul on Hammer. And uh, so Eisenbarth will, uh, don't think he'll be uh, shooting as I think it was to say. Comment foul. Well, nope, they're going to say it was in the act of shooting. Don't know how that was a shooting foul, but the Elam shot wasn't. Not uh, sure either. But Eisenbarth will go to the line. Jared Hammer, second foul, team four. Yeah, so Mason Robinson and a Jared Hammer now with two fouls. Eisenbarth puts up the free throws up and in. So that makes it 17 to a 7. As Hammer will take a seat with those two fouls, and another man will come in with two fouls, Mason Robinson. 
And Yarhouse will take a seat of four Elam. So it's uh, Cornette, Robinson, Coleman, Elam, and Phillips out there right now for Altamont. Eisenbarth at the line for a second free throw attempt. Made it 17-7. to Trying to cut it single digits. And Eisenbarth does just that. Two for two there for Eisenbarth. His first two points is 17-9. to Phillips quickly here in the front court. Stops and gives it off to Robinson. Now hits Elam. Get over in the corner to Cornette. Cornette back out to Elam. Elam being patient here, and he'll dribble to his left, and gives it up, uh, and it's going to be almost stepped away, and it is stolen away by Lowman. As a soft pass right there is picked off, and Allman the other way puts up the shot in the paint, up and in for Elijah Allman as his second basket, and it's 17-10. to 10. And Altamont will turn the ball over here. They were trying to hit Coleman, cut into the basket, and it was just too far out of his reach, so it'll be a turnover back to Nicomas. Coleman's starting to uh, turn things to their advantage here on a little bit of a run. Out of my sub, my seven. As they started off with a 4-2 run here. Yeah. And Allman will get it across the timeline. He gives it over to a Loman high post turnaround jumper. No good. And a battle for the loose ball. And they're going to call a foul. And it's going to go against McCoven. Much to the uh, crowd's dismay. And McCoven will get hit with that foul. And I think it went on Loman there. Yeah, it did. It went on Reese Loman, his first team second. Right now in the same broadcast position here that we were Wednesday is the scoreboard kind of hard to tell for the foul situation. And it's Cornette. Yeah, it is. Cornette take a seat. Kaden Miller comes in for the first time. Coleman has the ball, passes out to Yarhouse. Now gives it over to Elam. Elam lobs it over to Miller, but it's going to be tipped out by Nicomas, so it stays right here with the Indians. Six, 16 to go here in the second. Altamont with a seven-point lead still. Elam will inbound on the baseline there, just to the right of the basket. Elam looking to get it in, and he gets it in to a Robinson here in the corner. He's trapped, but he dribbles around it. He stops and almost traveled with it. He gets up a shot up and in for Mason Robinson. Two more points for him, and he's got eight early on. It's 19-10. Six minutes to go here in the second. Allman gets it across the timeline, working against Elam. Gives it over there, and that's uh, Taylor. Gives it to Eisenbarth, up, and it's no good. Tipped around, and it's going to be Yarhouse right in the hands of Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth puts up the layup, no good. Yarhouse still fighting for the rebound, and he cuts it last. He did Yarhouse, so he'll stay right here with McComas. As Avery just couldn't get a handle on those last two rebounds, and it'll be McComas inbounding here on the baseline. Kind of a wild sequence there. Yeah. As Almond will look to get it in. Almond still can't find anyone. Gets it up top, and it's going to be a wayward pass, and it's going to be Miller trying to track it down, and it's going to be out of bounds, and it's going to be out of bounds to Nicomas. As Tata Miller touched it last. As that was passing all the way into the backcourt by the Nicomas bench. Yes, it is. And so Taylor will have to inbound, or that's Keller inbounding. 5.39 to go here in the second. And so Nakoma will have to go the full length of the floor. Almond will get it across the timeline. And he gets over to a Loman on the right wing. Loman up top to Eisenbarth. They'll swing it over to Himes. That's Nolan Himes. And they'll get it to uh, Almond. He spins around and gets the double team, puts it up. No good. Left it short. And it's going to be Himes coming away with the rebound. They get over to Keller. Back to Nolan Himes. He looks to drive. Drive. Puts up the shot short, but rebounded by Eisenbarth. He puts his shot up. No good. And rebounded by Kata Miller. 
and he almost had it stolen away, and he gets it to Robinson, and Yarhouse wide open for three! No good, and rebounded by Eisenbaugh. Under five to go here in the second. As it'll be Allman getting across the timeline. As Allman picked up by Elam. It's over in the corner to Keller. Keller dribbles on the right side, gives up top to Loman. Loman here, high post, gives it off to Nolan Himes here on the left side, trying to hit Eisenbarth on the post, but it's denied by Miller. Now gives it out to Allman. Allman dribbling to his right, gives it over to Keller. 4.30 to go here. Over to Eisenbar, up at the top of the key, in between the circles. Gives over to Almond. Almond here at the volleyball line. Looks back at Coach DeWerf for the play. And he'll get over there to Himes. Himes in the left corner, gives it back to Almond. Almond puts up the shot, and it's no good, but he is going to be fouled. And so Elijah Almond will go to the free throw line here for two. That's going on Miller. On Kate Miller, his first, he's fifth. So 4-12 to go, nine-point lead of four Altamont and Elijah Allman at the free throw line. Back iron can't get it to fall. But he will have another one coming. And will have a sub as well as Kennedy DeWerf comes back in for the Redskins. And Elam and Coleman take a seat and Earhart and Cornette come back in. And we also have Hamer returning as well for Kate Miller. So Almond will be at the line for a second attempt to miss it. First one, Nicomish trailing by nine here. And uh, they trail by eight. As one for two there for Elijah Almond. He's got five, and it's 19 to 11. As Hamer gets it across the timeline. He's trapped as soon as he gets it across. And now gives it over to Yarhouse. Hamer falls down momentarily, but he's back on his feet. And it's back in between the circles. As they get over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hammer. Hammer back to Yarhouse. He's open for a three. Yes! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. And it's 22-11. Yarhouse, two out three from three-point range tonight. And Meatloaf used to say two out three ain't bad. And he is off to six points. 22-11 lead of four Altamont. As they get it over to the Worf. The Worf almost had it knocked away by Cornette. It is knocked away by Cornette. Cornette looking to finish all the way, but he's going to be fouled there as he was held. And so it'll be a foul on Nekomis. And Altamont inbounds on the sidelines. The coach Dwarf wants another timeout. And the Altamont faithful love it as they're up 22 to 11. 3.26 to go here in the second. And we'll take a 30 as well. You're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball and Postseason Basketball here on Jack FM. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator posts in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 100.5, 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School Regional Championship as uh, Coach Dorf took a, another timeout there as he sees the Redskins down 22-11. to 11. And Hamer will be inbound to the basketball, gets it in to Cornette. Cornette gets it over to Hamer. Hamer with the basketball as he gets over in the corner to Cornette. Shot for three is wide open, no good, but Robinson right there with a the follow back up and in for Mason Robinson, and he's got 10, and it's 24-11. to 11. 
13-point lead for the Indians. And Almond will get it across the timeline and gives it over there to Loman. Loman on the right wing gives it over to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth here has it up top. Now over to Dwerf. Dwerf almost stolen away again by Cornette, but Almond puts up the uh, free throw line jumper off and rebounded by Yarhouse. Yarhouse looking to run. Gives it over to Hamer. Hamer stops. Gives it off to Robinson for three again. In and out, no good. Earhart fighting for the rebound, and he's got it. And Yarhouse for three. No good. Robinson with another rebound. So three chances now for Altamont. Earhart and Robinson keeping the possession alive. 2.30 to go here in the second. The camera with the basketball. Gives up to Robinson. He spins around. He's wide open. It's good again. 12 for Robinson. And it's 26 to 11 as the bench and the entire crowd get onto their feet and get loud. Alamont fans are rocking, rocking this. Because Taking over. The worst comes to download to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth in the paint trying to get free. Puts up the shot. And it's good. And it makes it 26 to 13. And Robinson looking to get across the timeline. He does. He gives it over there. Two-yard out. Under two to go here in the second. As it's a 13-point lead for the Indians. Nicomas needed that last basket. Seemed like it had been a while since they got on the board. Yard out for three in the corner. Yes! Another one from Avery. He's got nine. And it's 29. It's a 13. Three for five tonight from three-point range is Avery Yarhouse. A minute 35 to go. Almond gets it across the timeline. Indians crowd rises their feet again. Gives it over to Eisenbarth at the top of the key. Gives it over to Loman. Shot for three. No good. And he gets his own rebound, though. And it's Loman back up with it. Up and in for Elijah Almond. He's got seven, and it's 29 to 15. And now Coach Niebury wants a timeout. So Coach Niebury will take a timeout, and so we'll step away as well. 1.15 to go here in the second. It's 29-15, Altamont with the lead. We're back in 30. You're listening to Postseason Basketball here on Jack FN. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. We're back to more Altamont Indians basketball on 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nicomas High School. Nicomas Regional JV Chip here in Class 1A. As with 1.15 to go here before halftime, it's Altamont with the lead at 29, a 2 of 15. As great start of 4, Robinson. He's got 12, and Avery Yarhouse has hit three threes. He has nine points. And Altamont will have the basketball. And Coleman and Phillips return, and Robinson will take a seat. So did Hammer. So Coleman will inbound it here. Gets it in to Elam. He's trapped here in the corner. He's going to need some help. As it was kicked there by Keller, so it'll be a kicked ball and just go out and basically a do-over for Coleman. Yeah, pretty much. There's three seconds when we ran off the clock. That's basically it. Coleman looks inbound, gets it in into Yarhouse. Yarhouse trying to tiptoe the sidelines and gives it over to Elam. Elam coming up on a minute to go here in the second. Elam gets across half court, splits a couple of defenders, and now he's just dribbling around out of trouble and back out. He's cleared. 56 seconds to go here in the half. Gets it over to Yarhouse. 
Turnhouse gives up top to Elam. Elam, now at the volleyball line, looking for someone to pass to, and just being patient. And Keller comes out to guard him. Is it 40 seconds left? Phillips gives it back to Elam. And Elam holds on to the basketball here at the volleyball line. Dribbles to his left. And now you back to back out towards center circle. 30 seconds left. Play a little stall ball here. Over to Earhart. Over Earhart over in the corner of the yard out. Back to Elam with 24 seconds left. Elam holds on to it again. And Elam picked up the dribble. Gives over to Yarhouse. 17 seconds left. So Altamont has held on to it for uh, almost a minute here. They're going for the last shot. Elam gives over Yarhouse. 10 seconds left. Yarhouse with seven. Gives it over to Elam. Elam dribbles on the right side. Step back three for Elam. It's no good. And rebounded. There, a long shot for Nokomis, and it's going to be no good. And that was by uh, Himes, I think. And so after one half of play, it is Altamont 29, Nokomis 15 here at the half. Let's try to track down some other scores from around the area, and we'll be back at halftime for the uh, first half. Stats and point totals here in uh, one half of play is done here in the Nokomis Regional Championship. As is Altamont with the lead, a 29, a 2, a 15. And we'll be back in a few minutes. You're listening now to my Indians basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack FM. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our Easy C vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie... What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie! Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again! Oh, George! This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the Universal Life Policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for Universal Life Insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Cold and flu season is here. Let our pharmacists at Kramer Pharmacy in Altamont and Teutopolis recommend over-the-counter meds to take care of your cold and cough symptoms. Need immune support? Check out our EZC vitamin packs to fight off illness and keep you healthy. If you haven't gotten your flu shot or COVID booster, we can take care of that for you too. We would like to thank everyone in the Altamont community for supporting Kramer Pharmacy every step of the way. From our team to yours, go Indians! Welcome into the Halftime Report for Altamont Indians Basketball. Welcome back here at Tina Gomez High School Class 1A Regional Championship as it is Altamont coming in to hostile territory. And they have the lead of 29 to 15 here in the early going. The story of that first half was Mason Robinson with a 12 big points. He had, eight. He had uh, uh, well, had six in the first quarter, six in the second quarter. Pretty good consistency there from that aspect. And Avery Yardhouse, uh, three for five. I'll have to double-check that with uh, uh, Dominic coming up. But uh, he does have nine points off those three threes. I do know that. And Altman uh, playing good defense as well. As uh, Really, last time, Reese Lemon was a pretty big factor, but has been kind of quiet here tonight, both offensively and defensively. Uh, they're kind of different from... Uh, the first matchup, and uh, obviously Altamont didn't take the lead until late in that one, so uh, playing a lot better than they did in the previous matchup here, Dom. Yeah, they are definitely playing a lot better uh, than they did in the, in the previous matchup as they're up 29-15. Uh, to 15. Uh, Altamont had uh, outscored them 15-6 and 14-9, uh, respectively. And, yeah, like you said, Reese Loman, uh, yeah, they're doing the, the 
either doing much of their job defensively or he's just uh, having a having a bad game. But uh, he's on he's uh, 0 for two from the field and 0 for one from three point range. He does have one foul, so uh, I, I mean just Alamont's doing a great job all around. Uh, they're getting you know pressure on the Comas. The Comas probably you know they're not making shots that they normally normally probably probably would make. And Alamont's defense pressure is definitely uh, the reason why uh, reason why for that, and that's the reason why they've got. You know, such a uh, they've got a 14 point lead here at halftime uh, on yeah. the Comets' home floor. So uh, yeah, and Comets has missed uh, several shots right at the rim too. So yeah, they have, they have. That's I got the Comets. They're six for 21 uh, from the floor, 28 28 percent, and 0 for four from three point range. They are three for four from the free throw line. But uh, as you look at some other individual stats for. Excuse me, for Nicole and Thomas, Nolan Hines is 2 for 3 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3 point range with 4 points. Elijah Almond, he's 3 for 9 from the field, uh, with, uh, and 0 for 2 from 3 point range, 1 for 2 from the free throw line with 7 points. Ryan Eisenbarth is 1 for 7 from the field, and 2 for 2 from free throw line with 4 points. And like I said, Reese Sloan, 0 for 2 from the field, 0 for 1. From three-point range, uh, Ian Keller has played, has not scored. Same with uh, Drake Taylor has played, has not not scored for Altamont. Jared Hammer has played, but not scored. Uh, Dylan Eland is one for two from the field, and over two from three-point range with two points. Avery Yarhouse here is correct. Travis three for five from three-point range with uh, nine points. Mason Robinson seven of eight from the field, and over two from three-point range with twelve points. Logan Cornette, 1 for 2 from the field and 0 for 1 from 3-point range. Eric Coleman, 2 for 2 from the field with 4 points. And Caden Miller, his plays has not scored. As a team, Alvamont's 11 of 14 from the field, and they're 3, they're three for 10 from 3-point uh, range. They haven't have not went to the free-throw line yet tonight. So, I mean, Alvamont's played, played a great game so far, Travis. I think, you know, as long as they can keep, keep doing what they're doing, um, I believe we'll come out here, come out here tonight with the victory. We still have 16 more minutes of basketball to play, so we'll uh, see how things uh, see how things work out. Let's see if the Thomas can maybe make some adjustments and uh, maybe get back into this game. So I think it'll be a fun one though the rest of the way. Currently, and some other games going on at halftime. It's Topolis over Robinson, 26 to 17 in the Topolis Regional Championship. It's Tuscola over Arcola, 36 to 19 at the half, and it's Chrysler Rock Lutheran. 22 to 19 over St. Anthony at halftime there in uh, that one. And Decatur LSA is ahead by one point over, or Decatur St. Teresa is ahead of Decatur LSA, 25-24 at the half there. And Lawrenceville has a seven-point lead over Mount Carmel at halftime. So Alan Nakomis immediately starting off with a possible turnover, but luckily for them, they just keep themselves inbound there. So not what you wanted to start for Nakomis, but... It's going to be a them going left or right on your radio dial here to start off the second half. All five starters out there. That's Nolan Himes with the basketball. He was cut off there at the free throw line and gives it off to Almond. Almond has it in between the circles, almost poked away by Elam. Gets it over there to Himes. Himes on the right side goes to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth out to a Keller. Keller thought about the three-pointer, but now it takes up his dribble over to Almond. Almond is now driving the hole, and he gives it off. There to Himes, fires it over to Eisenbarth, down low to Allman, puts it up and in for Elijah Allman. He's got nine, and it's 29-17. 
That was a nice job by the Coleman's get down low to all, and he kind of fell down. I just put that shot up. Awesome. I'll be going right to left on your radio dial start in the second half. And it's Hamer in between the circles. And here comes the screen from Elam. Hamer still with the basketball. Gives it off to Elam. Elam's open for three. In and out. No good. And rebounded by Eisenbar. Fine. Brings it across the timeline. And he dribbles all the way inside and gives it back off top to Keller. Keller here over to Eisenbar. Eisenbar's high post. As he's looking for someone to pass to, gives it off to Pine. As Pine with the basketball, gives it over there to Loman. I know that is Almond. Almond gets a screen from Loman. Almond dribbling the ball around as he's on the baseline now. Gives it off to Heim. Heim dribbles to the basket off the glass. No good. Eisenbart just takes it away from Hammer. He can't get it to go. And, ha- and Coleman almost grabbed it, but Eisenbart comes away with it. Jumper is good for Eisenbart underneath. His second basket is 29-19. Yarhouse in the corner for three. He makes the shot and the foul. For Avery Yarhouse, he made the three just where he made the game winner here on February 3rd, and he also got fouled as well, so he'll go to the line for the four-point play. That, that looks like I believe it was on Eisenberg. Yeah, it was. He came crashing in, closing out. His first, his yeah. first of the half. That makes it 32-19 to and 6 4 to go here in the third. Yarhouse, four-point play is good. So... Avery's got four threes and a four-point play. Gives him 13 points on the night. Nikomis now down 33-19. Two minutes gone here in the third. As it's Almond getting the ball across half court. Spinning around up in the lane off the glass and in. For two more points for Almond. He's got 11. It's 33-21. Almond's uh, been one of the bright spots here tonight so far for Nikomis. As Elam gets it across the timeline. Gives it over to Hammer. Hamer back over to Elam, gets it back, saying pitch and catch with Hamer in between the circles now. Hamer picks up his dribble, gives it over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse gives it back to Hamer. Hamer here at the volleyball line, steps in a little bit, gives it over to Robinson. Robinson finds Coleman. Coleman going underneath the basket, up and in for Eric Coleman, and he's got six, and it's 35-21. Same size of the basket there to Coleman. knew he'd be blocked on one side, so he went to the other side and just laid it up and in. As it's Almond driving baseline, left it short. Coleman and Eisenbar fighting for the ball. It's going to be a jump. And it's going to be alternate possession arrow. We'll give it over to Altamont. As the shot was short there. So Altamont will regain possession here on the alternate possession arrow. Coming up on five minutes here in the third. And Elam will... Spin around and uh, being parted closely by Keller all the way up the floor. Now Hamer gets it across half court and gets over to Robinson. Robinson has Eisenbarth all over him. And now Elam wasn't quite ready for the pass, but he caught it. Now he gets over to Hamer in between the circles. Under five to go here in the third. As Hamer with the basketball up top. As Hamer jumping around now, gives it over to Elam here on the right side. Elam. Looking to do something with it, and he dribbles, gives it to Robinson, almost loses it, and he's going to be double-teamed, and they're going to call a foul on Nakomis. Go Nakomis with the reach in there. Foul is on number 41, Ian Keller, his first, team second. And so it'll be Hammer, and the basketball there on the baseline, just to the left of the basket. Hammer, 
Looking to get in, gets it into Robinson, but it was knocked away by Eisenbar. So it stays right here with the Indians. Nice effort there by Eisenbar. Try to uh, try to steal away. Stella Hammer will just do it here on the right side this time from the baseline. And Hammer will get the ball from the official. Hammer gets it in in the corner to Yarhouse. Yarhouse. As double team momentarily gives it down low to Robinson. Robinson puts it up, gets in position, throws up a shot, no foul, and rebounded by Eisenbarth as well. Gives it over to Loman. That's Allman. Now they get it in the corner. Thought about the three pointer from Himes, but instead he doesn't fire. Gives it over to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth swings it over to Keller. Keller trying to find Loman underneath, and they're going to get a foul on Coleman. As it was him and Loman going. Toe for toe there in the post, and they're going to get that on Eric. That's Eric Coleman's first team's first of the half. And so Elam will come and take a seat, and Cornette will check back in. He was a factor on the defensive end in the first uh, first half. Keller is over there to Himes. Himes in the corner. Now they'll all in for three. It's no good. Eisenbarth too far for him to get the rebound and hammer. And Eisenbarth fighting with the basketball. And it was the call here. And they're going to be a jump ball. And alternate possession arrow should give it to Nicomas. As he's also close to the sideline over there as well. So it'll be Redskins basketball on the possession arrow. So Almond will have the basketball under four to go here in the third. 35-21, Indians with the lead. As Almond gets over there to Loman here on the left side. Now over to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth has it over to Keller on the right wing. Keller pass up top to Himes. Himes trying to direct some traffic. He dribbles to his left and almost picked off again by Cornette. But gets it over to Loman. Shot for three. Short. Rebound. Out. And it's rebounded by Nolan Himes. Himes trying to go back up with it. And they're going to call a foul on Cornette. Trying to slide in there, but he is still moving. And so that foul is going to go on Cornette. That'll be Logan Cornette, first, team second in the half. And so it'll be uh, Keller inbounding the basketball. They're on the baseline, gives it in to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth driving on uh, Robinson. Turnaround jumper for Eisenbarth is good. It's six point. It's 35 23. Nicomas trailing here by 12. Over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse with a pump fake. Gets inside. Mid-range jumper. Off no good. And rebounded by Almond. Almond splits the double team. Goes all the way to the rim. Puts it up. No good. And a ping-pongs around and goes out to Keller. Keller gets Robinson up in the air. Left it short. And Keller gets his own rebound. He tries to go back up with it. And it's off the glass. No good. Tip up and no good. Eisenbarth with the follow. It's no good. And there's finally a foul there on Altamont. After all those chances, hits in, put back, and Eisenbarth is going to be the one that is fouled, and he should be shooting two here. Uh, Couldn't tell who that one went on. Uh, Eisenbarth will go to the free throw. It was on 22 Avery Yarhouse. That was, yes, Yarhouse. So... Eisenbarth will be at the line, shooting two. 2.50 to go here in the third, and Hamer will take a seat, and Kata Miller will come in. And so Eisenbarth will be at the line, shooting two. Got four points here in this quarter alone. Still stuck on four. 
free throw is no good, so he'll get another one, though. And uh, we also have stuff coming in for Nokomis as well. Mason Stoddard comes in as well. So Eisenbarth at the line for a second free throw. It's going to go up, and it's good. One for two there for Eisenbarth. He's got seven, and it's 35-24. Eisenbarth will check out as well. And uh, Drake Taylor will come in for Nokomis. Lynette will be the one and taking it out. Keller right there up in his up in his grill. And Cornette looking to get it in. Gets it into Robinson. Here comes the double team. He dribbles out of it. And Robinson gets it over to Coleman. Oh, wide open underneath. Up and in for Eric Coleman. They beat the pressure. And it's 37-24. Coleman all alone down below there. It was an easy layup for him. I just left all alone. As Almond has it. Gives over to a Loman. Loman Almond open for three. And it's off no good. And rebounded by Yarhouse. Girl, looking to pass it up to Florida, Kata Miller. Kata Miller gives over to Robinson, swings over to Yarhouse. He's open, deep three, though, and good! Three-pointer for Avery Yarhouse. 16 points, and it's 40-24. to 24. As Almond gives it over there to Taylor. Taylor back to Almond on the left side. Two minutes to go in the third. Keller. Steps in, and he gives it over there down low to Loman, up and in, off the glass. Loman's first two points of the game, and it's 40-26. to 26. And there's a timeout there by Coach DeWerf, I believe. And so we'll take a timeout as well. Altamont, 40-26. to 26. A minute, 55 to go here in the third. And we'll be back in 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamont Indians basketball and postseason basketball here on Jack Event. You might watch your bottom line shrink if you don't account for burglaries, on-site accidents, and other unpredictable misfortunes at your business. Pekin Insurance offers comprehensive business coverage that lets you focus on what's important, employees, profits, and peace of mind. Ask your local Pekin Insurance agent about commercial insurance products or learn more at PekinInsurance.com. In Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School Regional Championship. Nokomis trailing 40-26 to and Coach Shore taking another timeout there after Avery Yarhouse hitting another three-pointer there. And he has 16 points. 16 points and 5 for 7 from three-point range. Just, uh, Really, only obviously missed uh, two, two threes tonight and just uh, on fire from behind the yard. And they tried to get it in, but instead it's going to be passed uh, too far and, re- and it's going to be stolen away by Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth has at the free throw line and tries to get position and he dribbles to the left. Open for three is Almond, no good, and rebounded by Robinson. Robinson's around the two defenders and they're going to call a foul on Nicomas. As Nicomas reaching in there. That's going to go on the Redskins. Foul's on number 13. Mason Stouter, his first. Stouter pick up the foul. Minute 42 to go. 40 to 26. So, Altamont trying to execute the inbounds this time, and they do. Our house gives it over to Elam. Minute 35 to go here in the third. Elam crosses over Stouter, and he picks up his dribble. Elam, and he gives it off to Cornette. 
Cornette gives it back up top to Elam. Elam trying to dribble around Keller, and he does. He has it at the top of the key, and Cornette's open here in the corner, but they don't get it to him. Robinson fires it over to Yardhouse. Jumper just inside the arc, no good, and rebounded by Keller. Amon will bring it up with a minute, 10 to go. Loman open for a second, but closed out over to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth puts it up, no good, but he gets his own rebound back, and he throws it wildly out to the perimeter, and it's going to be out of bounds. Altamont. As no one else touched it. So it'll be Altamont basketball. And Earhart and Hamer return for the Indians. As Kata Miller takes the seat, Coleman takes the seat as well. And uh, they had one too many people, I think. And Cornette's going to have to come off the floor. So instead, it's Kata Miller and Cornette taking the seat. Miscommunication there. Yeah, Nolan Himes also returns for uh, Nokomis. Gets it in the two at Yarhouse. Over to uh, Robinson. Robinson over to Hamer. Hamer over the corner to Elam. Elam drives baseline out to Yarhouse for another three pointer. It bounces off, no good, and it's tipped around and rebounded by Almond. 45 seconds left. It's up to a starter. Starter with a starter step out over to back to Almond. Almond back to back out, and Elam's right there in his grill. He spins around, gives it off to Loman. Loman here at the elbow, gives it to Eisenbarth. 30 seconds left. Loman gets it down low, trying to work against uh, Earhart. Puts it up, no good. Eisenbarth with the rebound, but it's taken away by Earhart, and Eisenbarth trying to get the ball back. They're going to get a reach foul on him, trying to tie it up for the jump. And instead, it's going to be a foul on Eisenbarth. Eisenberg, second team sport. And uh, so it'll be Elam inbounding there with 21.4 left. Altamont will have to go full length of the floor. Robinson gets it quickly across the timeline. Robinson stops and pops. Mid-range jumper is good for Robinson. He hits another, and he's got 14, and it's 42 to 26. Ten seconds left in the quarter. As Almond gets it across the timeline, five seconds left. They get over to Loman. Backdoor cut is no good. Rebounded by Earhart, and they can't get a shot off. But that'll do it for three quarters of play. Altamont takes the lead, 42 to 26, entering the final quarter. And we'll be back in a few, or back in a minute. And you're listening to Postseason Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. Wash the way you want with a washer that lets you customize any load. Visit Rogers Home Appliances in Altamont, Neffingham. See a Whirlpool top load washer with the industry's first two-in-one removable agitator. With this washer, you have two ways to wash. Simply swap the agitator post in or out to care for clothes your way. Check out Rogers Home Appliances located at 115 North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School. As they enter in the final period, it is Altamont 42, uh, Nokomis 26. 
And it was going to be uh, knocked away there by Nekomis, but instead it's going to be tipped out, and it's going to be off of Hamer. So Altamont will start off the quarter with a turnover. It's only their second turnover for the half, and we only have down four so far this game. And it's going to be a foul the other way. And so there's a battle underneath with Loman and Earhart, and they're going to call an offensive foul on Nekomis. It's going on Loman. His second team's fifth. And part of the Elam getting it into Cornette. And it's going to be stolen away by Sauter. Sauter, Almond, jumper off, no good. Rebound followed by Keller is no good, but he is fouled, so he'll go to the free throw line to shoot through here. So, kind of a soft pass once again is picked off, and now Nicomas at the line shooting two. So Keller will be at the line. Take that one went on air, man. Free throw is good for yep. Keller. And so it'll be a Keller at the line. Second free throw is also off no good. And it's going to be rebounded by Elam, but it was knocked out by Sauter. So it went out of bounds. Stays right here with Altamont. 42-27. 7.48 to go in the game. Elam will be the inbounder after it's poked out. Gets it in to Robinson. Quickly gets it across half court. Robinson over to Hamer. Swings over to Cornette. Cornette with a fake. He drives. Puts up a layup. No good. Robinson there with the follow-up. And back in for Mason Robinson. Two more points for him. He's got 16, and it's 44-27. to At the time, getting over in the corner to Keller. Now Stoddard. Almost picked up by Cornette again. And Allman puts it up. No good. And it's going to be rebounded by Elam. Elam spins around, gets it across the timeline, quickly up the floor over to Robinson. And he's thought about the three, drives inside, puts it up, and he's going to be fouled. And so Mason Robinson will go to the free throw line here to shoot two. Take it to Owen Himes. And so Robinson will be shooting two here. Mason misses the first. That's still 44-27. And Cornette will check out. And Yarhouse will come back in. Earhart will take a seat as well. And Coleman returns. So Robinson will be at the line for a second. Free throw is good. He's got 17. And it's 45-27. to Largest lead of the night for Altamont. Coming up on seven minutes to go. They get in the corner to a starter. Stoddard has it here on the left side. Gives it back up top to Almond. Now gives it over to Keller on the right side. Keller gives it over to Loman up top of the circle. Back to Stoddard. Stoddard gives it to Almond. Almond's open for three, and it's off no good, and it's rebounded by Robinson. Quick outlet pass. Elam chases it down. Behind the back pass to Coleman. Up no good, but Elam with the board. Another behind the back pass. Up and in for Eric Coleman. And he's got 10 and it's a 20-point lead for the Indians, 47-27. to Behind the back passes for Elam. And it's going to be Stoddard getting away with a travel. And he gets it over to Hines. Hines spins around. It's going to be picked off by Hammer. Picked off. And he gets it over to Elam. Elam up here, down low now. And he gets it back out to Yarhouse. Yarhouse deep three. Oh, yes. Another three for Avery. 
He's got 19, and Altamont in full control as Coach DeWorth wants another timeout as it's 50 to 27. Six minutes to go here in the game, and we'll be back in 30 as well. You're listening to Postseason Basketball here on Jack FM. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Painter, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. This is Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here at you and Nick Gomez High School. Nick Gomez Regional Championship is 50-27. Altamont with the lead, a 6-0-7 to go. Man, this is just a completely different story than the first game on February 3rd. It's been all Altamont, really, tonight. And uh, so it's going to be Hines getting over to Loman, getting across the timeline as... It's going to be Allman getting over there to Keller on the right side. He picked up his dribble, gives it off to Loman up at the top of the key. Now gives it over to Nolan Himes. Himes back up top to Allman. Now down low to Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth puts it up, left it short, rebounded by Robinson. Robinson up to Hamer. Hamer up to Yarhouse. He's wide open for another three. Oh, yes, sir. Another three for Avery Yarhouse. He's got 22, and it's 53 to 27. Seven three-pointers, seven to ten, 70% from behind the heart. Seven three-yard. Three and so it's going to be Coach Neary and um, the crowd to get loud, and it's going to be off, rebounded by Hammer. And so a shot missed there by Allman. And Hammer gives it over to a yard house, and he gives it over there to Hammer. Coming up about five minutes to go in the game. Hammer gives it over to Elam. Elam gives up top to Hammer at the volleyball line. Hamer takes the pass, gives it back over here to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hamer. Hamer at the top of the key, hopping around a little bit, gives it over to Elam. Now to Yarhouse, deep three again, straight on, and he missed that one. That was way off, as that's an air ball. He'll hear it here from the student section, and it'll be out of bounds to Nicomas. Well, can't make them all. <laughs> yeah, but he made seven threes tonight. You might right. as well try it. Might, might as well try it. Fortunately, that would miss everything, but yeah. hey going to have those every once in a while. He'll still take another one. I know that oh, one. Sure. Elam will sit down, and I think it was Cornette who checked back in. 4.30 to go. Altamont in full control. 53-27, but does Nakomis have a comeback? Eisenbarth trying to work against Robinson. Back out to Himes. Himes here on the left side. Maintains the dribble. Is denied by uh, Cornette as they're trying to get it to Allman. Now Keller down low to Loman. Loman turn around jumper on the baseline. It's off. No good. Fight for the rebound is going to go back up to Himes. Himes up and in for Nolan Himes. He's got six. It's 53-29. And a Cornette is over to Hammer. Under four to go in the game. And he gets over to Yarhouse. Yarhouse over to Hammer. Hammer to Robinson. Robinson jumper, and he's going to be whacked by Eisenbarth. So Mason Robinson will go back to the free throw line here to shoot two. And 
And I'm mean, going to go on Eisenbarth. Eisenbarth's his third, yeah, team seventh, I believe. Yes, yeah, it is, the team seventh. So, one-on-one free throws the rest of the way on the common fouls, and Robinson made that first one. So, he'll get another one, 54-29. to And Robinson is off a two for two. He's got 19 points. 55 to 29, Altamont, 3.40 to go. And Woman the other way, or that's Allman, puts it up no good. Rebounded by Elon, or that's Robinson. Robinson quickly up the floor, gets one guy up in the air, puts it up again, and it's going to be no good. But Mason Robinson will go back to shoot two more free throws. As Robinson will go to the line with 3.30 to go. And Mason, three are up and good. He's got 20, 56 to 29. Coleman will take a seat, and Earhart will come in. And Coleman all fired up, getting some good high fives there for the bench. And Robinson missed the free throw, so he's one for two. And rebounded by Loman. 3.25 to go in the game. Altman in the comfortable lead, 56-29. As I go over to Keller, Keller in between the circles, gives it over to Allman. Allman here on the right wing, gives up top to Loman. Loman top of the key, almost threw it away, but Keller snags it down. Gives it over to Allman. Allman now dribbles, turnaround jumper, contested, and it's off no good. Tipped, and it's right back into the hands of Allman. So Nicole will reset. Keller drives, puts it up, and it's going to be off the glass and in for Ian Keller. Third point, it's 56-31, 2.50 to go. Hamer over to our house, wide open for another three, and he makes it. Eighth three of the night for Avery Yarhouse. I mean, you can't leave him wide open. No, you can't. 59-31. He's put on a stick here tonight. Eight threes for Avery tonight. Gives off to Eisenbarth at the top of the key. Now he goes over to Keller. Keller down low to Loman. Loman puts it up, and it's in for Reese Loman. Only his second basket. Four points tonight. It's 59-33, and we got hey, a timeout for Altamont, and the players can feel it now as they're fired up, and so came the crowd that traveled here from Altamont. 59-33, 215 to go, and we'll also step away for 30 seconds. You're listening to Altamonte Basketball here on Jack FM. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what. It looks like. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to the Nicomas Regional Championship as Coach Niebuhr unloads the bench a little bit. We got Eli Miller, Caden Miller, Wyatt Phillips, and Alec Yarhouse in as well. Alec has the basketball and gives it over to Earhart who checks back in as well. Alec is over in the corner to Earhart. Earhart in the deep corner here, passes to no one, and it's going to be picked off. By Almond, Almond the other way, spins around, puts it up, layup is good for Almond. He's got 13, and it's 59-33, and Coach DeWerf wants to call a timeout. And he wants to unload the bench as well. 
And so with a minute, 39 left. And um, he wants to give his seniors a round of applause and get subbed out as well. And the Coma side rides their feet. A lot of hugs going on because we're out about a minute and 39 away from taking home the regional championship. And so we'll step away for 30 seconds. And you'll listen to high school basketball here on Jack FN. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you! Oh, George! Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George! Oh, Marjorie... Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. You're listening to Altamont High School Basketball on 105.5 and 100.5 Jack FM. Welcome back here to Nokomis High School as Nokomis unloads the bench as well as uh, Kennedy Dwarf in there, Strader back in there as well, and we also have Maddox Hines and Brody Steele in there as well. And so it's Eli Miller, give her to Alec Yarhouse here on the right side, gives it off to Earhart, Earhart bounces around, and it's going to be stolen away by Sauter, and Kata Miller still trying to get his hands on it, but Sauter comes away from the chaos. It's going to be the other way, a layup up and in, there for Dwarf, I think. It was Dwarf. It was Dwarf, yeah. So it's 59 to 37, 57 seconds left as Altamont will be a coming back home. And they'll be coming back home in the regional championship and also playing in the Altamont sectional as well next week. It's Eli Miller over to Alec Yarhouse in the corner for three. In and out, no good. Makeda Miller gets the rebound there and call an offensive foul. As I think that would have caused the student section to go into a frenzy there. If Alec hit that one, but so. it's going to be a Nicomas basketball. 35 seconds left. Fouls on Caden Miller, his second. And so, can we start her with the basketball in between the circles? And he's going to call for a travel. So, it's going to be Altman with the basketball again. And Nate Simke comes in. And Caden Davis also comes in as well. And Caden Miller and, uh, no, it was uh, Earhart and the Phillips. We'll take a seat. 26.9 seconds left for Altamont. Looking like they're going to take home their 10th regional championship in school history. And also Keegan Schultz will check in as well. And so Eli Miller gets it in. 25 seconds left. He gets it across half court. Simke has it here into the right corner. He picks it up. Gives it over to Eli Miller. 18 seconds left. Alec Yarhouse has it here on the right side. Looking for someone to pass to. Gives there. Try to get it off the Schultz. Stolen away by Nakomis. Nine seconds left. Sauter across half court. As Sauter gets it over there. And a time. And over in the corner. Shot for a three. Now it's over. As Altamont wins the regional championship of Nakomis. Altamont returns home with a regional championship. They're 10th. And they are 2023 Nakomis. Regional champion coming back home with a regional title and coming back home to play next week against the winner of Casey or Macon Meridian in the Cumberland Regional Championship. We'll try to get you a score here as Altamont comes away with the win. 
dominating performance. 59-37. Avery Arhouse with eight three-pointers and a 25 points as the boys will be down there waiting to get the plaque from the Nokomis AD. Nokomis, get a nice round of applause. I will say that it was a blowout win, and I don't see a single person that left here for Nokomis. This side is still full, and so they're giving their guys a nice round of applause as well for second place, and uh, uh, Nokomis AD will give the championship to uh, the Altamont Indians for 2023. First time since 2020, Altamont wins the regional championship as they came up short there against uh, South Central last year. And, uh, gosh, Dawson just went off last year in, in Dietrich. But this time, different story as Altamont comes away with the win. And Altamont will improve to 28-4. and four, And they'll receive the flag here for the regional championship. And, again, your final, 59-37. to uh, 37, Altamont AO winner. And here are the uh, seniors. Robinson is the first one to touch it as Robinson and the Altamont Indians gather and celebrate our regional championship for 20-23. And so we'll be back to wrap this one up, and we'll get the postgame stats from Dominic, and we'll catch up with Coach Schneeberge here as Altamont Indians are coming home regional champions and coming back home for the sectional next week there. So... We'll be back to wrap this one up for the postgame show. And you're listening to Altamont Indian Basketball and Postseason Basketball here on Jack FM. It's not just furniture. It's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what. It looks like. Cook what you want when you want it with a new Maytag range. Make crispy favorites using air fry. Delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven. Cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven. Visit Rogers Home Appliance to see Maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature. Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com and in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. 
It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep or reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. George! George! What's wrong, George? The Mountain Dew, Marjorie. It's... Marjorie, it's gone. It's gone, I tell you. Oh, George. Wait, Marjorie. What's that? There! Why, that's a most delicious Mountain Dew Zero, George. Oh, Marjorie. Oh, Marjorie, I feel alive again. Oh, George. This winter, make sure you're well-stocked with delicious Mountain Dew and Mountain Dew Zero. We put people first at People's Bank and Trust. We are here to serve our community and are pleased to encourage our consumers to grow with us. Whether it's lending or investing for college, home, or retirement, we are here to serve you. It's easy and convenient to do a lifetime of banking with People's Bank and Trust. We have offices in Altamont, Charleston, Pena, Springfield, Taylorville, Morrison, Palmyra, Tower Hill, Waverly, and Whitehall. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender, People's Bank and Trust is a proud supporter of the Altamont Indians. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like. It's not just furniture, it's about the stories that each space of your home tells. Cool Furniture has been helping tell those stories since 1936. The conversations, laughter, and tears you shared over a delicious meal. It's rocking the little one to sleep while reading a book in your favorite chair each night. It's the bed where every family member rests their head for a peaceful night's sleep. Comfort, style, function, and durability, that's what Cool Furniture sells. Give yourself the gift of durable furniture that can be passed along with your stories. Visit Cool Furniture on West Washington in Altamont. At Country Financial, we're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through town. We're a part of the community and help support the programs that make our neighborhoods thrive. We take the time to get to know our customers. We know that every situation is unique, and our goal is to understand yours, so we can help you be confident about your financial security and your future. Call your local Country Financial representative, Nick Patton, today at 618-483-5020 to talk about how we can help ensure that the future you're dreaming of is something you can proudly own no matter what it looks like cook what you want when you want it with a new maytag range make crispy favorites using air fry delicious baked goods with the help of convection and tasty broiled vegetables and meats all right in the oven cleanup is easy with the included dishwasher safe air fryer basket and self-cleaning oven visit rogers home appliance to see maytag gas and electric ranges with the air fry feature Rogers Home Appliances, located at 115 in North Main Street in Altamont and 400 North Keller Drive in Effingham. You can't see the future, but you can prepare for it. With the universal life policy from Pekin Life Insurance Company, you'll have guaranteed death benefit protection with the potential to build significant cash value for later years. Request a free quote for universal life insurance at PekinInsurance.com 
And in Effingham, contact Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. This is the Altamont High School Basketball Post Game Show on Jack FM. Welcome back here at you and Comas High School and the Comas Regional Championship as a photo is being taken on the floor and we're joined by Coach John Eberge here as a congratulations coach as you come away with a 59-37 a win and uh, capture a regional championship as well. I wouldn't have thought it. Wouldn't have thought this was going to be like the way it went down. Yeah, this is this is unbelievable. Uh, the boys, the boys played. The boys played uh, our game plan to an absolute T. I mean, we 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 didn't have their calls the first game, and then we had their calls the second game, and that obviously helped a lot defensively. But man, the the, the effort defensively and rebounding was uh, they made. They had to work for every basket they got, and uh, you know when we hit some big shots down the stretch, obviously. But man, would not have thought this. You know, ended this way, but uh, I'm so happy for these boys. I'm, I'm so I, I can't. I wouldn't. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't nervous coming into this ball game. So uh, you know how the last one went, but man, it's uh, it's uh, it, it's a it's a good feeling. I, I don't think you would be the only one that would be a little nervous coming into the game. And uh, then you got off to a great start this time around. You know, at one point you led 13 to four, and uh, Mason came out and uh, firing on all cylinders once again here tonight. So. Uh, it had to be important to get off to that uh, great start, and you just kept the momentum going. Yeah, we've had, out. we've had some bugaboo starts this yeah. year. I mean, we'd have some bad starts that really, really hampered us, and we were always cr- trying to climb the ladder back out. And we, you know, we put Mason at the high post, try to do something a little bit different, uh, and, and attack it that way. And he hit some big mid-range jumpers to kind of start the game off. Um, but man, uh, you get off to a start like that, and then you, you, we're, hard, we're, we're, I mean. Most teams are hard to beat when they're ahead, but I, I feel like when we, when we get the lead, our defense really kicks in and our pressure and then our, our outlets gets us going running a little bit. So, you know, it kind of it kind of snowballs from there. But, uh, you know, the start, was, the start was huge for tonight. It really was. It was a big focal point for us tonight. And then, uh, of course, defensively it was on point once again here, and we talk about it almost every game. But uh, Logan Cornette uh, with the field there early on in the beginning, and uh, so that was uh, really important there for uh, Cornette to get a couple of steals when he came in uh, off the bench there. Yeah, I, Logan played well of a game. Uh, Dylan played good on 31 yeah, um, I, to start the game. It was nothing Logan or sure. what Dylan did, but, man, Logan came in, and he was not, not going to let that kid catch the ball where he wanted yeah. to catch. And, you know, Logan, again, Logan doesn't get a lot of points for us, but he creates points. Um, yeah. he, he creates – no, no, he, no, no. He creates points to where – he gets us. He gets us basket. Somebody. Somebody else. So, um, you know, Logan got the chain. I forgot the chain, but Logan got the chain as a team. Uh, just his effort. Just just what he brings for us um, is, is 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 so important. He he doesn't realize that. Uh, I, I I don't think how, he knows how important he really is to this ball club. Yeah, I, you had a, a fan. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my daughter can't get enough of me. <laughs> so, uh, what a what a great feeling it is, and. Uh, what a great game uh, by uh, – we talk about it every game as well. Uh, Avery coming in here, he hit the biggest shot of the, of the night uh, last time out, and then uh, he comes out here and he makes uh, eight of them here in the game. Eight. So, yeah, we yeah. counted eight. So, uh, uh, you know, we just shooting. We tell him all about it all, yeah. all the time. But uh, eight threes tonight, and uh, that was outstanding. That, you know, 
coming to the game, you got to got to make shots against the zone. You got to shoot it, and uh, you know our best shooter is Avery Arhouse, obviously, and uh, he came to play tonight. It was you know we didn't shoot we didn't shoot the best the last time against them, and last night against or last time against Carlisle. But uh, I thought the boys did a really good job of finding him in the right spots. Like Jared was penetrating and kicking it out to him. Um, you know the, the the headsy play of our guards to find the hot hand and attack in that situation. So, um, you know, to see the, 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 the whole team kind of said, okay, Avery, you're hot, let's get him to basketball. So, uh, you know, that, that kudos to everybody, and, and obviously Avery for knocking down that shot. And uh, also, you know, a couple of uh, times uh, Dylan Elam with some behind-the-back pass yeah. uh, there as well, and uh, Coleman uh, finishing off uh, one of those uh, passes there. So, I mean, uh, just everything. Uh, it seemed like to be going uh, the Altamont Indians' way tonight. Dylan played good. Dylan played real well, um, you know, defensively and offensively. He's, he's kind of turned into our secondary point guard a little bit when uh, Jared's not in there, for sure. And, uh, you know, Eric Eric did a good job of stealing the backside against their zone and getting and getting and finding open areas, getting left. I thought he did a really good job on 44. We switched. We switched uh, the matchups last from last game. We went for Eric on 44 and uh, Mason on 33 because I thought 44 really hurt us on the boards the first game, um, just with his athleticism. And uh, Eric took the game plan. We said we got to find him on every shot. We got to find him and not let him have some easy putbacks and, and easy points. So um, you know that that's that's the kids just doing doing what they're told. And then, uh, I, I, I'm so happy for him. Yeah, and I was going to say, you know, he was a big factor in the, the first game, and it was kind of uh, non-existent this time around. And, uh, again, just like you said, we said it before, execution of the game plan, uh, and tonight was just uh, another example of that, was that you didn't let what they did the first time around yeah. happen this time. Yeah, we didn't. This we, game. They, they didn't be, there was a little stretch where we had some trouble offensive rebounding or, you know, or defensive rebounding. They were getting offensive rebounds, but, yeah. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't let it we didn't let it happen early, and and obviously with the start. So, um, it, gosh, this, it, it, this is this is a blessing to have this team. You know, yeah, I didn't want this season to end for them yet, and uh, you know we're going to keep playing. We're going to go back to Altamont. Yeah, it's not done. <laughs> you're going back to Altamont, and you're going to play some meaningful basketball as well as uh, hosting a sectional this year. And uh, I saw that Casey was up in the third quarter. I didn't see a final there, but. Uh, it was just coming back home and uh, playing in the sectional. I know that was a huge goal, uh, huh. another huge goal on the season. And uh, you're coming back home in the regional championship and uh, playing at home in the sectional. So that's huge. And we wanted to play another game in Alamont. We said that on senior night. So this isn't actually senior night because we're right. back here. Um, you know, the boys wanted to play. They 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 would have uh, they would have been heartbroken to see four other teams playing on our home court. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had that other, we had a situation in the past where that happened and it yeah. was tough. But you know, we're, I, I told Coach Dwarf, you know, before the game, I said we had four guys. We're at four teams in this subsectional that are on max preps in top twelve. I mean, that it's gonna be it's gonna be a battle, and then. It, it, to see what's going to happen, you know, the next Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday is going to be interesting games. Um, you know, if if Casey wins, whatever we've seen them, uh, so oh, we're just we're just happy we're going to go back to Altamont. And, and you know, we've, I've said this in the past, we haven't won a sectional ball game in this program. And uh, I, you know, when I got here, that was one of the one things I wanted to do for these guys, and uh, we got the ball club to do it this year. 
Yeah, uh, certainly a talented ball club here, and uh, so I was a little worried. It didn't get a picture uh, almost, but uh, yeah, it finally came back out there yeah. for uh, get the, the photo ops, and everybody's oh, yeah. still celebrating uh, down there on the floor. And you're not done yet. Nope, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. We're we're you know we're gonna take who comes and uh, go play some basketball. Go play out of basketball. We're gonna deep in, and we're gonna rebound, and we're gonna run. So those things those things will never change in this program. All right, Coach. Well, I'll let you go and you. celebrate with your two biggest fans over appreciate there. So, yep. uh, we'll talk to you again on Tuesday. So we appreciate you, Coach Nevery, for for uh, coming over here and uh, talking to us here on the post game show. And uh, so uh, we'll bring uh, Dominic back out over here to uh, talk to him uh, and uh, get the uh, stats, and then we'll uh, get out here. We'll see if we can track down a KZ final. They were winning in the third quarter, but I hadn't seen a final yet. So. Uh, we'll throw it over to uh, Dom, so take it away. All right, first of all, for Nicomas, uh Mason started play, but did not score. Uh, Maddox Hines was 0 for 1 from three-point range. Kenny did the work, 1 for 1 from the field with two points. Uh, I believe pretty much uh, both teams emptied their benches. Someone say Cameron Cross and uh, Brody Steele played, but did not score. They're in the final minute. Nolan Himes, I had him... Uh, Excuse me. He's uh, three, three for five, with uh, six, three for five from the field, and uh, open one from three point range with six points. Elijah Almonds, five for eighteen from the field, over six from three point range, and one for two from the free throw line with eleven points. Brian Eisenbarth, four for fourteen from the field, and three for four from the free throw line with eleven points as well. Ian Keller, one for four from the field, and one for two from the free throw line with three points. Excuse me, Reese Loman, two for six from the field and 0 for two from three point range with uh, four points for a total of uh, 37. Nicomas shot 14 of 45 from the field as a team, which is uh, 31%. They were 0 for nine from three point range and five from eight, uh, 63% from the free throw line. Victorious Alamont Indians move on to their own sectional Tuesday, next Tuesday night. Jared Hammer. Play but did not score. Nate Stimke, Caden Davis, Wyatt Phillips all played, did not score. Alec Yarhouse 0 for 1 from the three point range. Eli Miller played, did not score. Dylan Elam 2 for 3 from field from the field and 0 for 3 from three point range for four points. Avery Yarhouse 0, he was 0 for 2 from the field, 8 for 12 from three point range and 1 for 1 from the free throw line, 25 points. Mason Robinson 8 for 12 from the field, 0 for 2 three-point range and four for six on the uh, free throw line. 18 points. Aiden McManway played for the not score. Logan Cornett, one for three from the field and 0 for one from three-point range with two points. Kyan Earhart played but did not score. Eric Coleman, perfect five for five from the field with uh, ten points. And Caden Miller played, did not score. Alamont as a team shot 16 out of uh, 25 from the field which is 64%. They were 8 for 18 from behind the arc, which is 44%, and 5 for 7 from free throw range for 71%. So overall, a uh, a great night shooting as a team and a great night shooting from you get Dave Yarhouse on fire like that from three-point range, and Mason Robinson did the same thing from the field. Um, Alamont doesn't lose. A lot of ball games in the Comus. Um, they, like I said, they were 14 to 45 from 
from the field. Obviously, you're not going to win a lot of games like that either. But like you said early, excuse me, early on in the broadcast, Travis, they they did miss a lot of shots uh, close up and, and down below. But uh, it, was, it was a totally different game, like you said, than it was uh, on February 3rd when Alphamont come here and only won by four points. Uh, you know, tonight they won by they won by 22. So uh, winning in the running away fashion. You know, running back to Albemont to their their own sectional or play next Tuesday night, either against uh, Casey Westfield or or making Meridian. So, uh, yeah, we'll 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 see who we'll see who the opponent is, and uh, just a great great outcome here for Albemont. They win their tenth regional in uh, in school history, and like you said, they're they're want they're wanting more going back. They, they I'm sure definitely want to win their own you know sectional. You know, go down to Carbondale and go go up to Champaign and play. You know, play for a state title, but they're we're a little ways off from that yet. We got to get through the sectional first, but definitely, uh, definitely, Alabama having a very very special year. Um, and they can, I believe, they can go far, Travis. I really do. As long as they keep keep shooting like this and, and everything keeps clicking, you know, I, I think they, uh, you know, they, they they can go they, they can go as far as far as they want to. So. Uh, twenty-eight four right now, and uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, we'll see if we can find out who they play uh, next Tuesday night. And uh, let's see. I was doing some other things on uh, social media, trying to get the picture and uh, sent out by uh, request. It is official as Altamont comes away with a win of fifty-nine at two thirty-seven. Completely different story uh, this time around uh, against Nakomis, as uh, like you said. Uh, that Altamont will come back home there to Altamont, and uh, they will take on the winner of uh, that uh, Casey and Megan Meridian a matchup also in uh, that uh, other side of the uh, uh, sectional as uh, St. Anthony. They came back and won over Christ Our Rock Lutheran, and then uh, Tuscola also won their regional championship as they won over Arcola 63 to uh, 46 there. And uh, the app that I have on uh, the phone is, yes, so there it is, Casey, 52-46 over Macon Meridian. And so it'll be a, a rematch again with Casey there. Rematch. And it's kind of what kick-started the uh, run for Altamont here was a win there on uh, Casey's home floor. So uh, we get him at home this time uh, for Altamont and a uh, crazy environment that uh, will be on a Tuesday uh, there and uh, I'll have all the ticket information on uh, Altamont's uh, social media. Uh, so stay tuned to the Altamont Community uh, High School Facebook page for updates there on the social. So, again, your final 59-37. It's official Altamont, uh, the uh, 2023 uh, Class 1A Nokomis Regional Champion. So uh, thanks for sticking it out here on an extended pregame as uh, still, everybody still getting pictures out there on the floor and uh, talking, Coach Neighbor, you're talking with everybody. And uh, so you're probably going to have to kick everyone out of here to uh, just get them out of the gym as they were waiting to come in and Altamont put on a show once they were in this uh, gym and take home a regional championship uh, there. And like you said uh, there at the end uh, with Coach Neighbor, Indians aren't done as they want more. And uh, so uh, they come away with the win over Nokomis. And uh, so uh, thanks to the Comets for all the hospitality uh, that they've shown uh, this week. Uh, it's a very accommodating uh, here and communicating. Uh, very 
awesomely, and this is a great complex uh, as well. So a shout out to Nakomis uh, for sure uh, for that, and they had a great team this year as well. But Altamont approves to a 28A and a 4 on of the season. Can we reach the 30 win mark? That would be something. And, you know, he'd do it if uh, they uh, win the sectional. We'll have to find out about that next week. So next week will be a, a lot of a fun there in Altamont. So uh, we will send it off for tonight. Thanks to Sam back at the studio for helping us getting on and off the air tonight. And uh, we'll be back for you on a Tuesday. And uh, for uh, Dominic, this is Travis Works throwing it back to uh, Jack FM and to playing the music that we want. And uh, so we'll talk to you again on a Tuesday as Altamont comes away with a win, the regional champs as they beat Nakoma 59 to uh, 37. So uh, have a great weekend, everybody, and we'll talk to you again on a Tuesday night. And have a great rest of your night, everybody. This has been a presentation of Altamont High School Basketball. Thanks for listening. We now return to our regular programming.